here we go again. Here we go again. Another year of teams that's in my way of, 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 of achieving a goal that hasn't been achieved since 95 for my UCLA Bruins. Yes, we have made it to the Sweet 16 once again. So, okay, are we in the Sweet 16, man? And, and I'm happy for my team. I am. I'm absolutely happy, man. I'm, 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 I'm jumping for joy. But, but... We run into a familiar yet nerve-wracking. I, I wouldn't say we have a. We don't have a history. Uh, we don't have a. I wouldn't consider us a rivalry. You know what I mean? Because. Um, we we've had some games though. We have knocked them out of the tournament before, and that was years ago when Gonzaga had a player by the name of Adam Morrison. If y'all remember him, he was like college basketball's Larry Bird at that time. I mean, he even he even resembled uh, Larry Bird uh, in a way, not as far as um, you know, not exact looks, not the same hair color or anything like that. But he had that Larry Bird mood. Um, but I don't think he was trash talking like they said Larry Bird was doing back in the day. But he was considered one of the great white hopes when he was playing at the time. Uh, when you go, when you look through it, you had Adam Morrison, you had Tyler's Hanborough. Cause one, at one point, Tyler Hansborough, if, 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 um, uh, if he isn't still the leader in college basketball points, then, uh, he was recently dethroned, but I got to go fact check that, but he definitely was up there and he was a, like a garbage man as type of player. Like he there was nothing finesse about Tyler's Hanborough. But Adam Morrison, he was he was silky smooth. He was silky smooth. And he was gonna be considered the great white hope until he got drafted by a team who didn't necessarily need the services at the time, <laughs> which is the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, Adam Morrison definitely was on the Lakers squad at one point. Um, but you know, if you know Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson doesn't play rookies like that. And he definitely didn't play Adam Morrison like that at all, which I think kind of messed up his career. Um, you know, obviously you got, you have to, you know, once you get to the league, you got to get better than what you was in college. And I'm, I, I can't, I can't be the one to tell you if he got better or not, you know, because we do know there's a history of coaches who stunt the growth of certain players by not giving them a chance to play, giving them a chance to play their game, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of players that we didn't get to see unfold in the NBA because of coaching and or because of them not getting pro progressing their game. Um, so it's hard to say if it was on Adam himself or if, you know, Phil Jackson has something to do with that. Nonetheless, though, that's the history between UCLA and Gonzaga. You know what I mean? Then obviously we know about, you know, the Hail Mary shot that uh, prevented us from, you know, going to, I mean, basically going to the championship in a Cinderella quote unquote type of year where a few years ago was about two years ago. Uh, we played Gonzaga and uh, I want to say, was it, it was either to, damn, did we go to the final four that year? I'm tripping, but I know we played in the playing game. So our squad wasn't as good as it is now. 
uh, because we were a playing team at the at the moment. And I remember we got in, and then as soon as we got in, we played Michigan State. And shout out to Michigan State because that's always a a program that I respect, especially Tom Izzo. He runs a straight, tight program over there. You probably noticed the name of uh, Draymond Green was definitely a part of one of those Michigan State Spartans teams. And, um, yeah, and we ended up beating them. We ended up beating them, I think, as an 11th seed coming into the tournament. And then we ended up getting all the way down to, I want to say, the Final Four. And we lost to Gonzaga at a... Um, well, it wasn't it wasn't a hail mary that we lost. We actually lost in overtime. Well, no, no, no. I take that back. It was it was a situation where um, we could have won, but we didn't, you know. And, and we lost at the last second. Uh, now we fast forward, and we're back in the Sweet Sixteen, and we play this Thursday coming up, and we got Gonzaga coming up. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that game. Uh, we got a couple of returning players, but we also got three key injuries, three major injuries to our squad. And one of the injuries, we need all big men on deck because we're facing a big man that I just can't stand. You know what I'm saying? He has this bush mustache and he kind of gives you that old school white boy game and he could hoop. Don't get me wrong. Drew Timmy. Um, plays for Gonzaga he looks like he's a six-year senior that's how he looks physically uh but he has made he got major game major game he could have went in, in last year's draft he decided to come back as well as some of my players uh because some some of these cats really know sometimes it's just not the draft stock sometimes some of these cats are really um solid great college players and some of these cats really want that college experience it's not all about going league and, and this that and the third and I'm pretty sure if his draft stock isn't high he definitely has an opportunity to go overseas and 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 make a lot of money and stuff like that so I can't take away from any of the players that uh Gonzaga has produced has gotten to the NBA and etc but that's who we face uh, this Thursday, not looking forward to it because they just they just give us problems, man. <laughs> they just give us problems, and and I think this time around, I think if we were healthy, you would think we had our best uh, defensive player in the game. You know what I mean? One of our guards twisted his ankle, and then we got a big man that's out. I think if we had all hands on deck, then we would be. You know, I would go in this a little bit more confident. But I can tell you the truth, I'm not. I'm not so much confident in. Going into this matchup at all. Uh, speaking of matchups that I'm not that confident in, um, which is as in a, an important game as well, is my Lakers is going is coming into a game where you know the last few games we have coming up is very important. We have to win more games than lose, uh, jockeying for a position uh, for the Western Conference playoff standings. Whether it's going to be a play-in or whether we're going to get a, a, a a middle seed somewhere in that, you know, five, six, seven spot. Um, and uh, we got Phoenix coming up Thursday. So we got Phoenix Thursday. Well, no, that was actually we got Phoenix on Wednesday, tomorrow. Well, which is today, if you guys are hearing this. We got Phoenix today, and then we got uh, my UCLA Bruins is uh, is Thursday against Gonzaga. And on that note, between the Lakers and UCLA, Lonzo, a former UCLA guard and former Laker guard, Lonzo Ball, yo, he is going to miss the remainder of this season. 
going in to get more knee surgery to his third surgery, if I'm not mistaken. And on top of that, they're saying that there's a possibility that he will miss the entire season next year, uh, which is unfortunate. We already know his younger brother, LaMelo Ball, got hurt a couple of weeks ago, and he's out for the remainder of the season as well with an ankle injury. Um. Yeah, man, the Ball brothers are breaking down physically right now. I mean, Lamelo, that was just you know, that was that was a that was an injury that you know it just happened. I wouldn't call it a freak accident. It's just one of those things where you know it just didn't go so well for him um, protecting the ball. But then we have you know Lonzo who has been having bad luck with his knee in general. So I know Chicago fans are kind of frustrated with that, even though they got their hometown kid back in Pat Bev. Uh, but you know, Lonzo was definitely supposed to be a part of that three guard rotation with Adam. Uh, I mean, not Adam. Um, with Levine and um and Caruso. You know what I mean? I know Caruso has had has had his injury issues as well because he had some injury issues with the Lakers. You know what I mean? Um. But, yeah, no, that just sucks, man, hearing about that because Lonzo, like I said, Lonzo, I think at this point deserves to be – it's kind of like our other guard from UCLA, um, Drew Holiday. Um, I think he's – you know, these UCLA guards can help you win a championship, you know what I mean, and pro- possibly take over in one, of the, one or two of the games in the finals or in the playoffs or something like that. They build for it, man. We UCLA has put out some great guards. They put out some great players, you know, in some of these drafts. And it's just one of those things where I think Lonzo Ball deserves to be on a team that's competing for a championship because I think he could uh, – I think he's ready for that, man. I think he's ready. I think he's ready to play on a team like that. But first, he just got to get healthy and stay healthy. And speaking of staying healthy, AD, you know, didn't play in the back-to-back when we played against Houston, um, and that kind of cost us. You know, Houston got us on that one. Uh, we picked up another W, you know, right after that. But now going into this Phoenix game, um, I mean, we're we're optimistic that Bron will be back. That's a good thing that we know Bron will be back. Um, and we got that from the coach saying that you know there's a huge possibility Bron will return before the season is over. And if that's the case, uh, I'm cool. They've been playing well, you know. I, outside of bumping into that Houston game where we just couldn't play any defense. Um, you know, they played, they have been playing pretty well. And the Knicks, I will say the Knicks as well. When we lost that Knicks game, um, that one really hurt, you know. Um, also, what else game? What what other game did we lose? It was the, did we lose against Dallas? Did, or did we beat Dallas? I'm trying to think. I know we lost the game winner. Not too long ago. Um, but, you know, our players have been stepping up in general, though. They've got to make it consistent and they got to make down, they got to knock down more shots. Me right now with, you know, with AD being in and out of the lineup for resting and things like that, I need a guard like Malik Beasley to step up. And I know he's still fairly new to the team or whatnot, but and, and D. Rush just came back. But I need those guards to step up, you know, because. I expect more from our big man, but the big man that we do have backing up AD is not as offensively gifted and talented as AD. You know, they're not offensive type of players. You know, that's why we're seeking out 
big men now. I don't know why they're going after Tristan Thompson or why he he's a person of interest because he doesn't to me doesn't it, he doesn't you know give off offensive power. Um, but we do have problems boarding and protecting the rim, so I get that. But I need somebody to put a little finesse in that paint while AD is out of the game. Um, that's it for basketball as of, as of, as of right now. Sweet 16 is coming up on Thursday, starting Thursday, like I said, UCLA and Gonzaga. That's going to be a huge matchup. Um, so, yeah, I mean, looking forward to it, but just not as – you know, not as confident going into this matchup because, uh, like I said, I mean, we've gave them problems in the past. They've gave us problems in, in, in most recent past. So just a little bit concerned because they arguably have one of the best players on the team within this matchup. You know what I mean? So I got to stay, I got to stay mindful of that. But switching to football real quick, as far as my Raiders, man, I, I, I've been seeing Josh. McDaniel's moving around and I, I would say majority of the fan base is not really liking what they're seeing. Um, you know, uh, Brendan Marshall, former player of the former Denver Broncos receiver, uh, who played up under Josh McDaniels at one point was saying, look, this is what I've been trying to tell you all along. He make move, questionable moves that doesn't really help the team. Uh, but he tries to build a, a, a roster around his offense that he runs, which I'm not mad at that part. But when you already have players there, you know, we just traded Darren Waller and um, to the Giants, you know, and there was players upset about that, such as Josh Jacobs. And that part is, is remains to be seen, like if I'm going to be upset at that or not. Initially, I wasn't because we got weapons. We have weapons, and I know he was one of the weapons. He was one of the main weapons that when we talk about the Raiders having weapons, he was, you know, mentioned second or third, you know what I mean? At the same time, that's just mentioning his name. Um, majority of the games last year, he didn't play, you know, and he had problems staying on the field the year before as well, even when it was just during games, not even just missing games, but like, you know, he's battling injuries. And from what I was told, the rumor is, is that the reason why this move happened was out of petty, was out of pettiness and just mistaken, or I would say um, the lack of communication. And that was Darren Waller recently got married to um, a WNBA player and that plays for... Uh, Las Vegas and they wanted to keep their they wanted to keep everything under wraps they didn't they they at the moment they hadn't shared it with the public Josh McDaniels had an interview and blurted out the secret about his about the ceremony and Waller and his wife was upset about that and you know things got out of control words was being said next thing you know um Waller is traded on the other side of the country. <laughs> so if if that is the case, that's not a good look on 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 the coach's part. I'm not with that. I'm not riding with that. Cats getting traded because of them being upset about something that you were supposed to keep under wraps and you didn't. Um, but I will say uh, it still has to work out. 
You know what I'm saying? So it still remains to be seen. Shout out to my boy Dobby, who's a huge Giants fan, uh, as well as 12 Cal. Y'all got a good receiver over there. At one point, we were talking about him and Kelsey being 1A and 1B in the league. Uh, if he can stay healthy, then y'all got it. If he doesn't, if he if he is consistent with the injuries that he has had while he was a Raider, then I'm I'm going to say we got y'all. You know what I mean? Even though I know this was a petty deal because reports have said that the Packers wanted Darren Waller as well. Um, and we could have got back a first round. No, I think a second round pick for him instead of getting a third round pick from the Giants. So we'll see. You know, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely see on that. You know, um, outside of that, that's it, man. That's it. We like I said, with my Lakers, we got a battle coming up um, with Phoenix. I'm not sure if KD is back or not. I got to check on that one. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think so. Um, but we still got to worry about Booker. We still got to worry about CP3. But it's definitely a win that we need going into this game. We definitely need that W. That definitely helps because uh, we got another one coming up this weekend. Um, lay, uh, my Bruins, man, we just got to lock in, focus on defense, focus on boarding, keeping Drew Timmy off the boards, second chance points. And as far as my Raiders, well, that's more talk along the lines of, um, you know, we, we still got the whole offseason, you know, so we'll see how it works out. I'm not too confident in, in our coach, though. You know, if I had to rank our coaches, if I had to rank our coaches out of my favorite teams, it would probably go, obviously, at UCLA, I'm pretty fine. I'm pretty fine there. Um, with the Lakers, I'm okay there as well. But when I get to my Raiders, man, Josh McDaniels is just a whole lot of question marks, whole lot of I don't want to. It's, it's just something about him that's just it's like sneaky that I don't like. And a lot, you know what it is? It's one of those things, like, it's a lot of praise that he gets. And we had a coach like that before and uh, Lane Kiffin, um, where you just get praise for your offense abilities, your offensive play calling. But, you know, when you're, when you become the head coach, that kind of like disappears, you know, because you have to run a whole entire team except in running the offense. So, it just baffles me how some of these coaches just get second chances after second chances after second chances. I don't want to go down that road because it starts turning into a race thing and Rooney rule and a whole other lot of people and coaches that should get the, uh, the chance to be a head coach in the NFL where these catches just, they could lose a job and get another one before, you know, they even sit down after the phone call of being fired or something like that. So yeah, I'm not I'm not too I'm not too fond of our head coach over there with the Raiders. I'm not. I'm not. Uh but I mean, you know, we still gotta let that play through. And I feel like if we have a losing season um, you know, this year coming up, then he gotta go. He gotta go. It's time it, it, I, it, I'm tired of wasting wasting time. Like let's go and get us a young it doesn't have to be a younger coach, but there's not too many OGs out there anymore. You know what I mean? So let's go get us one of those young, um, you know, hyped up coaches that can grab somebody's ear. You know, we're not going to get a Pete Carroll again. And they've already exposed Pete Carroll way of coaching, even though it has worked. 
Um, they say he was full of lies, you know, when it came to certain players. So, you know, but we do need that type of energy, a player type of coach that the players can listen to and, and run off of his energy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's hard to do, man. That's hard to do, but we'll see. We'll see. Not too confident in our coach, but um, let's lock in as a Lakers fan. Let's lock in as a UCLA fan. Let's get my UCLA Bruins to the Elite Eight. You know what I'm saying? Take it one game at a time, but on a journey to Elite Eight, and then as far as my Lakers, man, we need to pick up at least two to three more Ws in a row. We need a three-game win streak right here, right here, right now, and it's starting with the Phoenix Suns. So open run with BTG. I'll check y'all next week, and we'll see where we're at. By next week, we'll know if my Lakers is on the way to a three-game win streak or, well, and we'll find out if my UCLA Bruins has made it to the Elite Eight.